0: And it is time to bring in my guest, of course. That is Brian Smith, Canabic County Sheriff. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Appreciate you coming in, as always. Let's do what we need to do first and foremost and get caught up. A couple of things have been happening, I suppose, in the last couple of weeks. What do you have for your calls to service there, dear?
1: Well, we were actually down the last couple of weeks compared to what we were the the week prior to that. Uh, We were averaging about 250 calls of service per week. The last two weeks, and our, our arrests were, uh, you know, three weeks ago we had fourteen arrests. Uh, in the last two weeks, we had thirteen for both weeks. Oh, okay. So our well. our, our, our numbers are way down. Things quieted down quite a bit, um, which is probably a good thing. I would Usually say. Usually, when we're quieter, that's a good thing for everybody else. <laughs> I would like. <laughs> I
0: would like to think that right. And you'd like to think that across the board, whatever goes on with. Crime and issues, whatever, has dropped as well. It's not just that you guys are busy with so many things; it's yeah, hard to we juggle didn't, it all.
1: We didn't have a lot of serious. Call. I mean, our arrests were all there were very few high level arrests. Okay. Uh, in fact, probably no high level arrests. Most of them were um, warrants for failing to appear, and uh, l- quite a few uh, probation violations. Okay. So people not doing what they're supposed to do with, uh, from their original charges and not following through the way they're supposed to. And they get a probation violation out there because they won't play along.
0: They won't do what they're supposed to do. So exactly.
1: yeah. we will try and get them on the right track again. And um, But we had a, <clears throat> uh, a couple drug arrests. Um, a couple of those went along with the probation violation arrests. Um, There was a domestic abuse, no contact order, arrest, and another OFP arrest. Other than that, uh, it was all warrant stuff.
0: Okay. All right. Well, it's still keeping everybody busy on some level for sure, but I'm glad things are overall down. Yeah. So lots coming up here, and one of the things that has been in the news recently and certainly affecting, you know, uh, SRV officers, which again... Give what the acronym says. Our school for. resource officer. There we go. Yep. And, um, of course, this affects the state of Minnesota because this is something that's been in the news recently, and it's not just Minnesota, right? It was a...
1: No, this is Minnesota. It is a Minnesota. This is a Minnesota thing caused by the it. Minnesota legislature.
0: Okay, and so explain, because we kind of know that it's been in the news, but maybe just give uh, the, the nickel tour, so to so speak. So
1: there... <laughs> I don't know if I can give you a nickel tour, but I'll try. <laughs> How about a quarter, uh, a I'll quarter tour? I'll try and keep it as short as I can. Um, so in this legislative session, past legislative session, which was extremely busy, as we all know, lots and lots and lots of stuff passed, uh, probably too much, um, just because I don't think the, the attention to the detail was there. They were so busy checking boxes. Um, the, the content really wasn't gone through as well as it should have been. Um, which I think this is probably one of those cases where um, there was a, a small faction that uh, felt that um, there there was there was too much abuse of their children in schools, and uh, so they they passed a legislation about um, basically basically eliminating use of force um, of any nature um against any school employee or anybody that is under contract to a school which is exactly how school resource officers are in schools is with a contract with the school districts and uh that that statute completely uh, there was no exemption for police officers Okay. which there probably should have been. That that would have been the simple thing to do was we are already governed by use of force statutes. There is already rules in place. Um, and now with these, now you can't even go do your job when it it demands. Yeah, when well it's warned. You know, somebody's yeah. out of control, they're violent. Um, this other statute now would put that those officers that are placed in a school in jeopardy of licensure, Criminal penalties, uh, civil penalties, civil liabilities, uh, puts the CLEOs in charge of them in civil liability, um, which is unacceptable. Um, so uh, the, the, our, our legal advisors um, at the Chiefs of Police Association, the Sheriff's Association um, have, have gone through it. Very detailed and advised as to what the, what are the risks for your people, and uh, it's there's a consensus that that's it's an unacceptable risk that you're putting your people into, let alone yourselves, um, and recommend not not doing that. So it's really
0: making it tough uh, because we hear more and more, and and I'd like to just put a caveat, you'd like to think not necessarily in our schools, right in our backyard so much, but there are situations that come up, someone gets out of control for whatever reason, and they need to be able to, quote unquote, do their job, which is to diffuse that situation, take control of it. Right get control of that child, and, and right. now they're really, figuratively speaking, handcuffing these folks that want to do their job properly by putting these constraints in place to the point where, where do you, where do you draw that line? How do you right. do that job? And right. it's become very difficult. And I know I've heard of other areas in the state where the, the SRVs, for example, are saying we're not doing it.
1: Well, I've got letters from unions saying as by the way is what i should yeah. say yeah sorry <laughs> um, yeah most most columns school resource officers some yes. call them community officers uh you know there's a few different acronyms but sure. i think by and large school resource officer is the acronym that's used um and uh, I, I would say most if not all are pulling back uh, to some level, whether they're pulling them out completely or uh, pulling them out in a matter where they wouldn't fall under this this definition of being a contract um, employee. But um, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it can easily be fixed, uh, but it's in the legislature's hands to do that. So right. if they're willing to do what they should do, then so be it. And I have been contacted by... Um, some of our local legislators um, so maybe maybe that'll happen I don't I don't know though
0: but uh, as the school year is starting tell us so explain the officer that is in for example we'll use Mora and Ogilvy schools because Ken right. County and I know you can speak to that who is our yeah our so guiding? we have a
1: we have a shared position between mm-hmm. Ogilvy and Mora schools so they they spend two days in Ogilvy and three days in Mora and uh, um, we're gonna have to eliminate that.
0: So that is the plan that is gonna be he will yeah. no longer be in the schools? Correct. Okay. It's
1: a tough call, absolutely. It and is and it's you know, I, I really believe in that program. I think it's a good program for for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, across um, the board. Yep. Yeah. It's just you know, there there is an extra aspect of safety and security within the within the schools. Um, but there's connections being made with kids that need connections. That's and right. that's what the real goal of that uh that resource is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we had a really good person in place. Um, deputy Schultz was doing a fantastic job at both schools and, uh, the both schools want him back there doing that, uh, job. And, uh, um, he's worked really hard at, at, Making that a good program and
0: and building those relationships, yeah, not what, just with the staff, but exactly. with the students and
1: you know, and, and things would come up and he would know because he was he had his ear to the ground like he's supposed to and he would know who who was struggling and why they're struggling uh, to some degree, um, but that would help us get to where we needed to get to faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, unfortunately. We're going to have to put that on hold. Uh, you know, I hope it isn't permanent. Uh, I, I would implore and challenge the legislature to call a special session and get back to work and fix this uh, so that our schools can be serviced the way they should be.
0: And I think, as far as a, a citizen, certainly we always have our voices. We can get a hold of our legislators and
1: absolutely do and that. Do that. That's, and do that. that's this, an outlet. This is for one you. of those times where you know what a, a call from from the citizens might be louder than a call from a sheriff.
0: Yep, it, it makes a big difference and I will just throw this out there too when we talk about a call it can be as simple as an email they all have emails and I know you probably think oh they never look at them they do they do they, they do follow they, through they 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 might get back to you immediately but right. within usually a week you will get some type of a follow-up
1: yep and i would and i would say most most of them have staffers of course answering right. those emails or looking at them initially but they're they would bring those important things back to that legislator and say, hey, listen, this is important. Somebody's really pissed.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, you need to look at this. Yep. Um, and and it doesn't necessarily have to be your exact legislator. Um, I, I can tell you I'm pretty safe to say our local <coughs> legislators were not part of that draft of that legislation. Um
0: but it's a good place to start it's if you already have a relationship start. there. Yeah.
1: Um, I I haven't been able to to do the research on who actually authored that bill, um, but that would be a good one too. Mm-hmm. Is who authored who authored that bill? Um, because they wrote it the way they wanted to write it, um, and and it was not an oversight. This was not a mistake. So there was purpose in what they did, and. Right. The, um, Unfortunately, I I don't think it was well thought through, and and uh, no, but none of us were asked.
0: Right? Yeah. The, the I,
1: law enforcement was the law enforcement contingent, whether it be the chiefs of police or the sheriffs, uh, county attorneys. None of them were asked uh, about the effects of this legislation.
0: Well, and I just, and this is just me and my opinion, which means nothing. But what I see is our world is in a more serious place than it's ever been, and the need for these, whether, like you say, officers, however you want to put the word there to it, but not having them there (laughs) (laughs) is the polar opposite of what we need right now we need some stability and i understand having things in place but you talk about an overreach and and i think that's the problem here so we'll see and i know you'll keep us in the obviously news will keep us updated but (laughs) you as well brian and, and we'll see what happens going forward just a couple other things before i let brian go today uh speaking of school everything's back in action on tuesday For our area, and I know it's always a concern, getting the buses back out, being respectful, that arm comes out, stop, do all the right things there. But just in addition to this year, um, throwing this out for more schools, for example, it's everything is all in one spot now. The trail view spot is now the whole school, a whole shooting match is there, so to speak. So there's going to be some confusion there and maybe just some awareness, Brian, on your part to share with us.
1: Yeah, so it's all new. It's all new for everybody, um, and nobody exactly knows exactly how this flow is going to work. But I, I know the schools have worked hard at trying to figure out a flow that should work. Um, and so, please listen to that. Um, I, I know they've been giving handouts; they've been sending stuff out to parents. Um, uh, but take the time to to look that over so you understand it. If if you got to do a dry run before school starts, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think they've got a pretty well laid out plan. It's just if if everybody will follow along mm-hmm. and and do what they're asked. Um, there's going to be some extra caveats because they didn't get started on that that road project on Highway 65 yeah. and Ninth Street quick enough. So obviously that's going to be under construction. Which is going to add some caveats. So, you might want to you might want to have a Plan B route. Um, a good thing is, parents that have kids in in middle school and high school aren't going to have to go between two different schools across town. Sure. Um, so that should help that aspect a little bit. Um, they, all they needed to, to get to is one campus. Sure. And uh, one time, one trip, they, everybody sh- should be able to get out and then. Move and they don't have to get to somewhere else other than what their next appointment is.
0: And I would just throw in too that, you know, we have an amazing school bus system. We really do. I lived in a system in Texas, we didn't even have school buses. Everybody had to find their way to work. You walked, you rode your bike, or you got a ride with mom and dad, or you, when you got older, got a car, maybe if you were lucky. I never did, by the way. Ah. (laughs) Not that I'm bitter about that at all. But anyway, um, going back though, the buses work. Of course, there's still a, a bus driver shortage, but they seem to be getting the job done. Yep. Maybe if you can have your your child ride the bus over dropping them off, and I know that's not always possible. So please don't. Take for it someone the wrong isn't,
1: way. Um, I think for some it is, it is an option. And and that's what I'm
0: saying. Maybe consider that because that eases some of the congestion with all the cars by using the buses themselves. So just something to think about. And one other thing before, like I say, I keep adding things to our (laughs) list here. But, of course, it is Labor Day weekend. Uh, It always makes a lot of congestion on the roads. And uh, we live in an area that north-south Driving is just a crazy time, so just a little reminder. Try to take her cool. Go at maybe some of the off times, uh, the less traditional times maybe, and you might be able to get from A to B a little bit more easily.
1: Yeah, and it'll it'll probably be busy coming back Monday. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, be patient.
0: It's going to be hot you, this weekend, you need too. You to get somewhere. So you got maybe leave going. a little early. Yep. Yep,
1: yep. Yeah, it's supposed to be super hot this weekend. Yeah, so.
0: Sunday 97 is what we're talking about Oof-ta. for a high, so it, it will be... Uh, it will be a, definitely a feeling like, ah, oh, this is still summer. We, ah, <laughs> we still right. have summer, right? right? Which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, and then and then schools need to start on Tuesday.
0: I so. know. So it's it's a lot going on, but uh, if everybody can just kind of keep their collective heads, let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, keep Ever. your
1: collective heads. Give yourself extra time,
0: and um, hopefully have a safe and wonderful.
1: And remember those school buses yes. Tuesday morning. They're oh going to be goodness. out making stops. Um, be careful around those kiddos crossing the roads and getting on and off the buses and um, you know don't give yourself and walking. Give yourself of, enough you know, time you know. to to get somewhere where you don't have to rush and and uh, and blow a, a school bus stop arm.
0: Oh that'd be horrible so all right well, Brian, I will wish you a wonderful labor Day weekend, obviously
1: you also.